Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's Tuesday, February 4th. I'm Gideon Resnick. And I'm Aaron Ryan, filling in for Akilah Hughes. And this is What a Day, the most accurate and technically proficient vote counter of all daily news podcasts. We are the best at both speed and quality control. We're going to call it Geekwad. Okay, so I am still in Iowa. And I'm in Los Angeles. And on today's show... The results of the Iowa caucuses, sort of. Uh, we'll walk through them or the lack thereof together. Okay. The Iowa caucuses happened last night. We, however, do not have the results from the Iowa Democratic Party who runs them due to a reporting issue. Um, there are reports that Iowa Dems might release the results later today, but we'll see. So, Gideon, it looks like our hopes for a smooth Iowa caucus have shattered like a bottle of red wine on the floor of a gymnasium. What's the latest? Honestly, I wish that were me dropping that bottle and that I could sop it all up with my mouth. Uh, It is chaos. It is truly chaos. Like the latest news is that we don't know when we're going to get actual results from this. We have multiple campaigns that spent the remaining hours of the day on caucus night giving victory speeches, uh, some even more so than others. I think South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg was the the most effusive in terms of saying he was victorious. Um, you know, Senator Bernie Sanders' campaign was putting out uh, some of the precinct totals that they had, and nobody nobody actually knows the state of anything. Um, and, you know, this this all comes after another reported issue of a Des Moines Register poll getting pulled over the weekend that also kept um, everybody in the dark. But I mean, just to, just to back up and explain for a second a little bit, like what we were able to learn and what still remains to be learned. Um, Iowa Democrats put out this statement on the reporting issue. And the, the backstory here is that, you know, they're using a new app and they're using new reporting methods where they were reporting three different sets of numbers. So again, this was a situation that was kind of thrown into chaos from the start. But what Iowa Democrats said was it was not a hack or an intrusion. It was inconsistencies at three precinct sites. And um, that was around, you know, 9 p.m. We were starting to get reports from the Iowa Democratic Party that they were doing, quote, quality control on the results that they've received, quote, out of an abundance of caution. And uh, they said that part of the the delay came from having to report these three sets of data at once for the first time. So I think you and I would both agree that this is sort of like a nightmare situation for people trying to have faith in this process, if there is any faith to have in this particular system anymore, being the caucus and being the way that it was conducted. And it it also just, you know, is leading to um, candidates either declaring victory or, you know, people like 
um, former Vice President Joe Biden raising concerns about the reporting system and perhaps even suggesting therein that that could have resulted in in the showing that that, you know, it appeared that he had on on Tuesday night. Um, So, yeah, I think a lot of us who are watching this before the Iowa caucus happened, we were predicting that we couldn't guess who was going to win, but we all probably thought that a winner would be declared. What do we make of these results and what are the big takeaways of the night? And most importantly, is Iowa now an acrostic that means I owe the world an apology? Oh, yes, 100%. And I mean, the the big takeaway of the lack of results is just this opportunity, like I was saying, for all these candidates to get out and just say, we won. And it's just, you know, Iowa for for a long time was sort of this momentum builder. It was sort of this thing that wasn't necessarily that important in the grand scheme of, of a delegate count. And it was something that was supposed to kind of help propel you along. And now we're getting an, an even crazier look at that, like th- that sort of situation on on speed with people literally just spinning without even you know, knowing everything uh, that happened um, and, you know, giving giving the impression that things were going well when perhaps they, they might not have been going well for a lot of these campaigns. Mm-hmm. A lot of us who are not in Iowa and following along on cable news saw the chaos that came along with no results being delivered. You were there. Where were you last night and what did you see? So we actually initially missed when this uh, you know, when this announcement came out from from the Iowa Democratic Party. Um, but it was just this thing of like, oh, okay, so all of the results sites are really slowly loading here. And like, we're getting updates that like, the last time we were at this point in the, the night of the caucus, it was like 85% were reporting. Um, and so we were in the dark as much as everybody else and sort of only able to get these little anecdotal things that that we could see. And we were at a location in in West Des Moines that had two caucus sites within it. It was sort of a more suburban area. Um, And Buttigieg actually won both of them, at least according to the counts that they they did in the room that I witnessed with my own eyes. Now I'm even kind of doubting that to an extent because this is such a crazy situation. Um, And, you know, at least initially that, that kind of seemed indicative of the kind of support that Buttigieg gets and the kind of support that they were thinking that they were going to get through throughout the state. Um, the, the most interesting kind of observations from within there was all the people were broadly respectful, even as they're going through this zany process of lining up in this hot gym and like figuring out, you know, who they're going to send on from from Iowa and uh, all the the precinct captains when they were making their cases were saying all the candidates were great and it was very important to you know make sure that uh, at some point down the line everybody lines up for the Democratic nominee and then just to add to that entire scene Andrew Yang like came and spoke on his behalf too so um, the, even that was crazy before like we we had this other you know news that interrupted the entire process. Uh, We did talk to some caucus goers afterwards. Let's listen to some of what they had to say about this. What would it mean for you if uh, Bernie Sanders won Iowa tonight? Oh, man, it would change the world. I think it is a good um, place to be in. And then he's looking good in New Hampshire. And I think a lot of stats show that if he wins Iowa and New Hampshire, it shows really good for him winning president. 
Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm excited for the movement. You know, it's really about all of us. It's not about Bernie. Bernie's just a leader. We are all doing this together, and that's what's really cool about it. I caucus for Elizabeth Warren. Um, good, really excited. Um, I really liked our turnout. Um, I was happy to see the numbers that we got and comparing to everybody else. So, um, I actually saw her here in Des Moines in January of last year, um, and it was really great, and it's been great following her ever since, so I've been kind of on her side ever since. So you're surprised that Amy did so well? Yeah, especially since I, especially since she, it sounded like people were thinking that she wasn't going to be viable in some districts and stuff. But I was surprised how well she was doing in our district. And what draws you to Klobuchar? Just that she's a moderate. I, I personally prefer moderates over the more far left kind of style. I feel like moderates are more likely to win the general election. That was Jacob Adams, Brady Rabune, and Abby Meisenberg after the caucuses on Monday night. And, you know, they and everyone we spoke to said they'd get behind any Democrat against Trump. And the irony now, I guess, is they'll have to figure out who that Democrat is, perhaps even later this year. Um, Then we also ended up at the Sanders party where he briefly spoke. And then supporters were, at least before we left, waiting hours to see if he he would come back and the the last that we heard from there was you know he would come back out and speak a little bit more if more results were final Mm -hmm. you know in the run-up to the iowa caucuses this year a lot of democrats were criticizing them for being the first saying that the state you know is is too white and too small and not representative of america as a whole and it shouldn't be first well did the democrats who say iowa shouldn't be first actually kind of get their way last night? Like, was the point that Iowa shouldn't be the first proven by the dysfunction of the caucuses? Yeah, in a sense, for for different reasons, right? I mean, like you were saying, like, we've heard a lot of people talking about the order of these states not necessarily being reflective of the diversity of the Democratic electorate overall. Uh, And, you know, that's not something that it was necessarily the the issue on on this particular caucus night, but in in a sense, yeah, it's only going to add fuel to that you know fire of, of people talking about things like that. Um, you know, when you have a, a bunch of candidates that are putting like the time and the money and the effort into something like this, and then the the result is no result, uh, it's going to make a lot of people th- you know stop and think like, is this the best way for for us to to do these kinds of things. Um, and, you know, for me, at least, I'm, I'm curious to see what that could mean for even the next caucus that's down the line, which is Nevada in, you know, just a couple of weeks. Um, but we'll obviously be staying on this story as it progresses throughout the week or whenever we know what the hell is going on. Stay tuned for that. Thanks, Gideon. And now for some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, everyone's <laughs> getting flowers. <laughs> 
Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S., with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love Fast Growing Trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, Fast Growing Trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. An entire room of journalists walked out of a press briefing by government officials in the UK yesterday. They were responding to a reporter ban from Lee Kane, the communications advisor to Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The ban targeted reporters from certain publications like HuffPost and The Independent while allowing others to stay. Instead of letting Johnson's team choose who gets permission to ask them questions, the journalists all left as a group. Johnson has a tricky history with the press. He's advised officials in his administration to not talk to political journalists and has mentioned defunding the BBC. Critics are accusing Johnson of borrowing from the Trump playbook, which, of course, it's from the same playbook. You think these big, soft, blonde guys are smart enough to come up with anything original on their own? Mm, I do not. Uh, YouTube.com, my absolute favorite place to watch lyric videos and people calmly slicing soap, announced that it will be taking down misleading content related to the 2020 election. This move marks the first time the site has laid out a plan to tackle fake political vids. Under the new rules, YouTube will not allow users to spread incorrect voting dates or lie about a candidate's citizenship status. Well, where was this years ago? Hmm. Deep fakes or videos manipulated by artificial intelligence will also be taken down if they were created with malicious intent, which I guess means if you make a deep fake of Tom Steyer doing a backflip off a snowboard jump just to be nice, you're good. Tech companies have taken a lot of heat for allowing viral misinformation on their sites, and it's good to see YouTube finally doing something about it. Well, now I want a whole genre of deep fake compliment videos to come up where we see our favorite celebrities complimenting other celebrities that they haven't actually complimented. I think that sounds nice. Our world's collective mason jar is a lot less blinky tonight. A new study in the journal Bioscience warns that human behavior could bring about extinction for fireflies, a.k.a. the one good bug. Tufts biology professor Sarah Lewis talked to scientists around the world about dwindling firefly populations and identified three major threats. 
habitat loss, pesticide use, and perhaps, most surprisingly, light pollution. Since fireflies use bioluminescence to attract mates, artificial light can be an obstacle to courtship. Yes, just like some of us, these modest bugs absolutely hate to do it with the lights on. Fireflies aren't the only at-risk insect. Scientists estimate that as many as 41% of insect species could be facing extinction. Hold your flies tight while you still can. Don't use pesticides and maintain ponds and gardens to give them a safe, no-drama place to hook up. Get a room. A Montana state representative told a large gathering of Republicans that all socialists should be jailed or shot. Sounds like the evil ghost who haunts every Republican's home just came to life and got elected to state government in Montana. State Rep. Rodney Garcia made the comments at an event meant to kick off election season this Friday and later confirmed them to Montana's Billings Gazette, calling socialists enemies of the free state and saying, quote, in the Constitution of the United States, if they are found guilty of being a socialist member, you either go to prison or are shot. Unless the Constitution of the United States is what Garcia calls Ted Nugent's blog, this is categorically not true. The Montana Republican Party has already condemned Garcia's comments, and Republican leaders of the Montana House wrote a statement saying he should resign. Interesting point, but one counterpoint. Please, for the love of God, be careful when you set this maniac loose. Yeah, we definitely don't need a Montana Pinochet running around. Absolutely not. And those are the headlines. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review. Please don't wake us up because we're very, very sweepy and tell your friends to listen. By the way, if you're into reading and not just caucus tallies written on sopping wet paper towels like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Aaron Ryan. I'm Gideon Resnick. And that's that's how how you you hold hold the the last last ever Iowa caucus. caucus. And that's how you record a joint line in two different states. Booyah. Yes, we did it. What a Day is a product of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our senior producer is Katie Long. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com. I'm Oren Siegel, and I've been fighting extremism, anti-Semitism, and hate for more than 20 years. You should subscribe to our podcast, Extremely, to get a unique perspective on the daily work and the people who have dedicated their lives to exposing, fighting, and disrupting extremism, anti-Semitism, and all forms of hate. We bring you the stories of people and communities not only impacted by hate, but who offer new perspectives and ways to push back. You can find Extremely wherever you listen to podcasts.